Okay, we're going to welcome everybody today. Uh, this is Inside Look, South Jersey Girls Basketball, and I have a special guest. And uh, this is Anthony Corrado from Rancocas Valley High School. If you don't mind uh, saying hello to the crowd, we'd love to have you do that, please. Hi, Mike. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Hello, everybody. Excellent. Yeah. So we're just going to get right into uh, our interview, and we're just going to talk um, about your background a little bit. So can you tell us where you were born? Where'd you grow up? I was originally born in South Philly. Uh, I lived there for uh, the first 12 years. Then we moved to uh, Stratford, New Jersey. And that's where I spent, you know, the majority of my, um, you know, my middle school years in high school uh, up until the point where I got married and then I moved to uh, Marlton. And now I currently uh, reside in uh, Mount Laurel. Oh, that's great. So tell us a little bit about your family. Um, my wife and I, we've been married for uh, 22 years. I have uh, two children. I have a 17-year-old son named Anthony, and I have a 15-year-old daughter named Sophia. They're both uh, attending Lenape this year. Wow, that's great. Um, so growing up, what sports did you play? Uh, growing up, I was pretty active with sports. Um, you know, I played baseball. Um, I played a little bit of basketball. I wasn't very good at, at uh, playing it, but I enjoyed it, and um, I played soccer. Okay, well. great. And uh, in high school, did you play the same sports as well, or? I played I played soccer all four years. Um, I played baseball, and then I played uh, one year of uh, basketball. Okay, and where did you go to high school? I went to Sterling High School. Oh wow, that's great. Um, how about college? Can you tell us about you know where did you end up going to college? <clears throat> what did you study? Uh, I, I went to Rutgers in Camden. Um, I got my uh, bachelor's degree in biology, and um, I also played baseball for the for uh, Rutgers as well. Oh, that's great! Actually, I'm a, my wife and I both went to Rutgers uh, in Camden. I, we love the school. I mean, it's just a great you know it's a great school in our backyard, and uh, I think it's a like a hidden gem, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you know, the name itself is is prestigious, and you know, to get a degree from the University of Rutgers is. It's nice. Um, I, I loved my four years there. You know, I made a, made a lot of friends and um, it was nice just, you know, I didn't live on campus, but the commute wasn't bad. And, um, you know, I made a lot of nice contacts, a lot of friendships over the, you know, the four years that I was there. That's great. I enjoyed it a lot. That's perfect. Um, so what made you become a teacher? Uh, you know what, believe it or not, coaching led me into teaching. Um, Originally, I was going to go to medical school, and um, long story short, you know, I, I needed to get my GPA up, and they um, they recommended that I go and get my master's degree before I went, you know, to apply to the med school. Uh, took the MCATs, did pretty well on that, um, but my GPA wasn't high enough really to get me where I wanted to. So, um, at the time, I was coaching um, at the middle school that I attended, and um, you know, in order for me to be a coach, I needed a sub certificate. So I started subbing and, you know, teachers would tell me, oh, you're, you know, you're really good with the kids. You should consider going into teaching. And one thing led to another, you know, I kind of bailed on the med school thing. Uh, I really didn't want to go, go to another two years of school just to get into, you know, a four-year program and then another four-year residency. So uh, I took the praxis exam. I, I passed the exam and then I, I got my first teaching job uh, right out of college, actually, and uh, started, uh, I was over in uh, Lawnside, New Jersey. I was teaching at the middle school there. So, you know, because I was coaching basketball, 
Um, it started me in the classroom and, you know, and I, I, I've been doing it for, you know, 20 something years now. So. That's fantastic. so how did you get your start into coaching? So like I, I just said, you know, um, the, this middle school in Stratford, okay. uh, I played basketball for, uh, the coach there, Joe Kogan, who was, you know, in, in the middle school ranks, he's legendary. I mean, the guy's got, you know, over, I believe it's over 1100 wins in middle school. You know, he's, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty successful when it comes to middle school boys basketball. So he asked me to be his assistant um, when I was, God, I guess it was maybe my junior year in college, he asked. So I stayed with him for two, three seasons. And um, the JV girls position at Haddon Heights High School opened up and I applied. I got that job and uh, I was the assistant there for, I want to say four seasons with the uh, was under a guy named Kenny Hamburger, who was a really good coach. Um, and, you know, between him and, and Joe really taught me a lot about the game and how to, how to manage girls and, and how to, you know, how to be a coach. Uh, and, you know, the job at RV opened up in, in 2000 and, and um, you know, I applied and I've, I've been there ever since. Wow. That's great. So talk about your coaching philosophy, uh, if you don't mind. No, yeah. um, you know, I, I try and keep things very simple, play, play hard, play smart, play together. You know, um, I'm, I'm a big team guy. You know, I, I try and treat my girls uh, as equal as possible, you know, and, you know, I, I always use the expression, you're only as, as strong as your weakest link. So, you know, we try and treat everybody the same. We try and keep everybody together. And, uh, you know, strength comes in numbers. So, um, that that's that's really my philosophy. It's, you know, just develop a good work work ethic, and and you know whatever we do, we do together. So, what about your coaching style? Like, how would you describe the way you coach? I, I like to I like to create chaos. Um, you know, my goal when we play is to try and get teams to play faster than they're capable of. You know, when we practice, we try and do everything as fast as we can. You know, we we try and uh, create tempo through running, through trapping uh, in our defense. You know, I'm a big man-to-man uh, -man guy. I love man-to-man, -man, but, I, you know, last couple of years I've kind of fallen into uh, some zone stuff with a lot of traps involved, and it's it's been working out pretty well. But, you know, my, my goal is, is to get it and go and, and try and push the tempo and make, make, kids, uh, make kids make decisions that they're not ready to make. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. So let's talk about your program history. So give us a little history. You said you started there in 2000. Uh, you've been there 19 years or actually, what, 20 something years now, right? 20 years. Uh, this is year 19. So, okay. you know, uh, the year I got hired, um, kind of crazy. I got hired, you know, typically back then we started the day after Thanksgiving. And um, I literally got hired the, the, the day before Thanksgiving. I got the call from... Uh, the AD at the time was Tony Letierzo. He called me up and um, I was actually in the supermarket buying a turkey. And he <laughs> says, he called me up and says, hey, you know, you want the job, it's yours. So uh, the team that I inherited, they were two and 23 the, the year before. So, you know, I knew I was walking into a situation where they weren't accustomed to winning it at first. So, you know, my, my biggest goal was to just to try and develop a winning culture uh, and a winning attitude. 
And uh, my first year there, we made the playoffs. We were, I think we were 13 and 12. Um, you know, and each year we, we, we progressed and got a little bit better. You know, teams that were beat, that was uh, beating us in the beginning, uh, we started to catch up to. And, you know, we started to get, start getting some really talented girls coming in. And, uh, you know, the program took off. I mean, we had a real nice run from probably 2007 until, you know, most recently, I mean, we're still successful. Uh, but 2011 and 13, we, you know, we, we made, uh, we made our run to the TSC. We won the state championship. Um, our 2013 team made it to the final of the TSC. And, uh, you know, there's not too many teams in, in South Jersey that have ever even played in that game. So that was, that year was special. That was a fun year. Um, you know, and, and to present day, you know, RV is still pretty, pretty respected. And at least in South Jersey uh, for basketball, we won the SJBIT three times in a row. And, um, you know, since that tournament has started, we've made it to at least the, the elite eight every year it's been, you know, in existence. So, you know, we, you know I like to think that we're pretty successful and, um, you know, we can hold our own with, with most teams. Yeah. It's kind of sad when you think about it, there's no SJBIT. I mean, that was one, you know, one of the things when my kids were growing up, you know, we'd go and watch the older teams play. Um, and we'd watch, you know, the free, um, the three-point shooting, uh, we'd watch, you know, you know, the different games. It was just fun. I mean, you got the price of admission. You could sit there all day long. You would watch games, and it was fantastic. So it's kind of sad that they're not actually able to have uh, games this year. So hopefully, you know, in the near future, they'll be able to have it. I and mean, even the tournament that you organized last year, I thought was a, a phenomenal – it was a phenomenal event. It was a huge success. Um, you know, and what are your plans with that with the future? Well, I mean, you know, assuming that we can get back to some type of normalcy, um, you know, my, my, I mean, we had it all set for this year. We had a great lineup. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we had to cancel it. Um, but, you know, the difference between, I think, you know, Mike's tournament with the SJBIT is it's strictly South Jersey, where I was really trying to, you know, the shore region, you know, in the girls basketball game is, is the most respected and rightfully so, you know, the, the talent level that, that has been coming out of the shore over the last 10 years, at least since I've been coaching, has been, you know, second to none. So I really wanted to, to showcase not only, you know, South Jersey, but I wanted South Jersey to see what, you know, that level of basketball looks like. I mean, it's totally, you know, it's a different animal. And, um, you know, I tried to match teams up where I thought that, you know, the games would be very competitive. And, and for the most part, they were, um, you know, and, you know, the last game of, the, of the, that showcase, the Cherokee St. Rose game was, you know, that was, that was a great game. I mean, you know, and, and I think that win helped put South Jersey a little bit back on the map, so to speak, you know, um, the SJBIT, you know, I, I love that tournament. I mean, it's, it's, it's for everything. I mean, I, I'm there at the crack of dawn watching the first game, even though, you know, I have no interest in, you know, interest in either of the two teams. I just want to see good basketball and, you know, be a part of it. And you, you get to talk to people. It's nice. It's a great, great atmosphere. And, um, you know, Mike does a great job with it. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm on that board with him for the selection and, um, you know, it's been great. So. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, both events are great in my opinion. Um, they really, uh, you know, have a, some just 
just some awesome games. I mean, the atmosphere is amazing. I mean, the gyms are packed. I mean, it's everything you look forward to, I think, as a player, is to play in a packed gym in front of your fans, uh, people cheering, the energy in the crowd. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that for a first-year event last year, uh, the event that you put together was really well run. I mean, timing-wise, it was perfect. Um, I think every single game was really competitive for sure. I mean, some of them were really tight. And, I mean, South Jersey pretty much hung in there for every game. So, I mean, that's everything that you really wanted to. And I think the biggest thing, too, is, you know, we just people don't travel south of Trenton for some reason. or yeah. and, uh, and then for us, we don't really travel north of Trenton either. You know, a lot of it's logistics. You know, a lot of it's, I don't know. It's just that they're their own community. We're our own community. And we kind of don't really mix until you get to the States. But I think your idea is, is, was perfect. And uh, just to get exposed to those teams. I mean, some of these teams they'll never even see in their life, you know, yeah. because they travel. Well, you know, I, I, because of the, that little run that we had, you know, from 2011 to, to 14, you know, I went out and I, I looked for those games, you know, I mean, I said, you know, we play St. John Vianney and we'll play Red Bank Catholic. And, you know, we, we had games with Manasquan, you know, my girl, I wanted my girls playing that competition, uh, win, lose or draw. But, you know, I don't think I would take a team down if I knew I wasn't ready to compete, you know, and because it could be, it could be humiliating, um, you know, and those teams have the ability to blow out anybody on any given night. Um, my, my team included. So, you know, you, you want to try, one thing I've learned, you got to play competition to get better. You know, beating a team by 30 points is not really an accomplishment. You know, when you want to be in those one point game, two point games with, you know, a minute left, uh, because that, that just brings out the competition in, in, in the sport, you know, and, and it's great for fans. It's great for the girls. Um, so, you know, I, I've always looked, you know, I, I, people will tell you, I don't duck anybody, you know, I'll, I'll play anybody. I may not have the best team always, but you know what? I found that the wins and losses in, in December and January don't matter. You know, you're preparing for, for the playoffs and that's, that's what you got to do. You got to, you got to beef up the schedule. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, last year. So what were your expect expectations and goals going into, you know, the season? You know what, going into last year, it was, uh, I had really high expectations. Um, you know, we, we had had a good core coming back, a, a good core of seniors. We had some, some, you know, really good young players that, you know, we were expecting to take that next step. Um, it was an exciting year for us because it was the, the first time I took a team down to Florida to play. Um, you know, and that, that was always something that I wanted to do. And I just, you know, it, you get caught up the, the planning that's involved and the money that's involved to go play, you know, in another state is really a lot. And, um, you know, I knew because I had that whole core coming back last year that that would be a good year because we could spend the entire summer, you know, fundraising and preparing. And, uh, you know, we accomplished that goal. But um, I, I think I learned more last season about the game and about the kind of coach that I need to be and, and about the kind of team that I, I, I want and what I don't want. Um, you know, we had a talented team last year, but we did not have, we had talented players last year. We did not have a talented team. Uh, we didn't have people that were willing to work with the core. 
uh, and stick to team ideals. You know, uh, it was more individualized, um, for lack of a better word, uncoachable situations. And it, it destroyed the chemistry that I thought we were going to have. Um, you know, it was a long year last year. I mean, we, we, we were in some really good games and, you know, we won some really good games, but the overall feeling last year um, wasn't what I expected to be. And, and on a personal note, I think I allowed myself to compromise some morals thinking it was the better for, for the better of the team, but in hindsight, it was a mistake. Um, there was things that I would have done differently Maybe it would have changed some things, but, you know, the one thing that I can take from last year is that I'll never make those mistakes again. And, um, you know, so far this year, you know, it, it's been, it's been a totally, uh, it's, it's been a total turnaround. Um, there were some players last year that, that you know, I, I will truly miss that were just great. My seniors were great. I mean, one of the best senior groups that I had and, uh, you know, I, I'm a little sad for them because I, I feel like I, I may have let them down a little bit, you know, and, you know, this year's group as well. Well, I mean, you know, looking back, it's kind of hard to change things, but now it gives you something to kind of look forward to this year. Um, let's talk about, you know, the season. I know that, you know, COVID has really, you know, thrown a wrench through, uh, you know, th for the whole season, basically. And I remember, you know, I was corresponding back and forth. I mean, we were just – you know, you're trying to even decide if we were even going to have a season. I mean, it was a coin flip, basically, and waiting for practices to come and, and announcements to happen. I mean, even till now, like until Tuesday comes, like I'm not exactly sure that the season's going to happen in my in my in my mind. You know, like anything could happen. I, I don't want to be a pessimist, but, you know, like I just want to see the kids play. I want to see them get their ex their exposure, their experience, their you know, the last hurrah for these seniors. Um, I just think the game itself, you know, brings out so much good in the kids. It gives them something to look forward to and aspire to work towards. Um, I know in my own kids, uh, it's like a, a, a carrot that I dangle in front of them because I tell them, that, you know, hey, if you don't have the grades, you're just not going to participate in any act extra quicker activities. So they haven't let me down. So, I mean, to me, the sports, the activities, the camaraderie, it's important. 15 games, I mean, how are you making adjustments this year? You know what? Um, a lot of the things you said, I shared the same thing. I, you know, I, I kept thinking, okay, if I'm, I'm just not going to think about it until it comes. You know, I don't want to get too psyched for it because I was, you know, I was always worried that they were just going to pull the rug out and say, no, it's not happening. And, you know, each, each week I got closer to the start, I'm going, all right, maybe I should start getting ready. You know, and I'm like, nah, I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to wait, you know, and, and before you know it, you know, we're, we're, we're two days away from playing now. And, um, I just, you don't feel prepared, you know? I mean, I don't, did I, did we run enough? Did we, you know, do we know enough plays? Do we practice enough of, of a defense? I mean, there's just, you're, you're throwing all these things into the mix. And then the whole time you're doing that, you're still going, God, I hope no one gets sick. God, I hope we don't play it. You know, the uncertainty is, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, we, we, we adopted uh, the expression defy the odds, you know, and we end every practice by saying that, you know, we, we cut it down to the acronym DTO, uh, but DTO for our girls is, you know, defy the odds. And no one thinks we're going to get through this season, you know, and we're going to do whatever we can to, uh, to, to get these 15 games in and we're going to make every one of them mean something. And, you know, especially for those seniors, I mean, we got some really, 
really great seniors this year, great leaders. And, um, you know, I, I want the season from them. You know, I, I'm pretty confident that I'll be back next year and we'll have a season. But for those kids, they're not coming back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I look at especially, you know, your daughter with with the Cherokee girls. I mean, that, that's got to be hard that they missed that last game. You know, you, you go that far and you get it taken away. I mean, my heart broke for those kids um, because, I you know, I, I've been on that stage. I know what it feels like. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously I hope my team can experience it. But, you know, I hope those kids get the chance to as well. I mean, it's sports is so important, you know, and to give the kids the opportunity to compete. It, it, it's it's it, it's character building. I mean, it shapes lives. It's something that kids don't forget. So I think that's important. Yeah, it really is. You know, I just I think about you know the seniors, and I think about how there's no fans allowed. And I mean, to me, I mean, you're a parent. All you want to do is see your kid do what they love. You know, playing their games, playing their instruments, whatever their activity is. You know, I mean, I can have a little bit of patience. My daughter is only a sophomore. But for the parents of the senior kids, I mean, there's no, they're not going to be able to have a chance to see their kid play one last game. Uh, I mean, to me, that's the sad part about it, um, you know, and then just the way that these kids look forward to that senior night, you know, where they, you know, they earn their four years of playing on the team, getting recognized in front of their fans, in front of their family, in front of their parents. So I guess it's just going to take a lot of creativity you know, from the booster clubs, the coaches, the schools um, to find ways outside of, you know, the building, you know, yeah. maybe outside, um, but give them, you know, the recognition and give them that moment that they deserve. And, you know, not every kid's going to play basketball past college. I mean, past high school either. I mean, this might be their last, uh, their last run. So, I mean, what kind of memory is that? They, they had no, their parents couldn't watch them. So we got to figure something out. So how are you going to, how would you celebrate your, your seniors? Have you thought about that yet? Or are you still working on it? Well, we're still working on it. I mean, you know, I know I'm, whatever we do, it's going to be earlier. You know, typically it's, I, I, you know, I, I usually wait for like, you know, the last week of the season, you know, I, I try and, you know, make sure it's a, it's a game that I'm, I know I'm going to get all my seniors in and, and get them plenty of playing time. Um, you know, I've always had the tradition of starting, you know, the seniors get a chance to start and they get the first quarter uh, and then we go from there. Um, but, uh, you know, this year not having the parents, I mean, we're still going to have some kind of recognition, at least through the team. And, you know, I've been talking with my AD and, you know, he's, he's trying to work something out where we can get some some kind of way to get the parents involved to see their kids play one last time. Um, you know, this hits hard for me too. I mean, my, my son's a senior at Lenape and, and he plays basketball. So, you know, I'm hoping that I get a chance to see him play live, but you know what, in all honesty, if me not being in the gym keeps him on the court some way, uh, you know, so be it. I mean, you know, being a coach, I, I spent my entire life watching his, his games on film. Yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't, I don't get a chance to see him play live a whole lot um, other than, the, than in the summer. So, you know, that's part of the, it's part of the gig when you're a coach, I guess you miss out on some things, but th you know, I'm thankful that we have live streaming and at least I could see it in the same time that's happening with, you know, with my, my kids and, you know, the senior parents as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, uh, I guess we all have to just sacrifice at this point. Um, to give the kids the opportunity. And now that the opportunity is coming, let's just, you know, take it, to I guess, game by game. I mean, I know our kids, 
you know, we're limiting what they even do. I mean, Gabby's home now. She's doing all remote school. Um, she's just going to school to train and coming home. I mean, she's basically, you know, I guess sacrificing the next, you know, however, six weeks of her life um, just to get 15 games. But those games are just are special to, to the kids. And she she wants to be there and be a part of it. So, I mean, I think we're, we should be happy with that. Uh, at this point, and if we get fans, we get fans. I mean, I thought about maybe figuring ways to celebrate the kids and have, you know, parents line up outside or something like that when the game was over, like, you know, do do a recognition then, or I don't know. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of ideas. Yeah, um, so- I mean, you know, that part's tough, you know, especially with the weather and stuff like that. But you know what? I mean, that, those are great ideas. And, and, and that's, you know, it's funny. Every time I talk to different coaches, what are you doing for senior? No one knows, you know, it's, it's, it's just an unknown, um, you know, and the thing with our girls that, you know, I, I, it's 53 days of your life, you know, we're asking, you know, we always ask, it's always a commitment to play any sport. It's a commitment, but like the commitments that we're asking them to do now are just even more, you know, difficult, you know, watch where you're going, you know, stay away from this one, stay away from this area, you know, constantly wash your hands, wear your mask. I mean, it's like you worry more about, those things, even in the practices, like, okay, are they socially distanced? I'm like, you know, and some of it, you just look at it and go, well, what am I going to do? They're on the court, you know, <laughs> and, you know, some things just don't make sense to me, so to speak, but, you know, I'm following the rules just like everybody else. And, you know, even with my own family, I mean, my friend, my, my kids have, you know, a small, small circle of friends that I allow them to be around. And it's, mainly because I know what their, you know, their, those kids' parents do. And I know that they're being raised the right way and I don't have to worry as much, but nothing's guaranteed. I mean, you know, you go to a supermarket, you can get sick. Who knows? Um, I'm just, I'm just waking up every day and hoping I wake up healthy and, you know, hoping I don't get a call from the trainer or the AD, you know, you know you're shut down. I, that's every day is, is, is a blessing. So. Yeah. You know. That's, I think that's the way everybody, uh, you know, should really approach it if they're not. Um, let's get back to the team a little bit. Yeah. So can you tell us about your team this year? Like what's the makeup of the team, about your captain, <laughs> what your expectations are? Um, this, this, this team's going to be very interesting. You know, we, we have some experience at some spots, and then we, we get real young real fast. Um, you know, we bring back uh, two, two regular starters in uh, Kylie Bradford, and uh, Adriana Augusto, um, you know, Sam Pulcheska um, comes off the bench for us. Uh, last year, she's going to be a starter this year. You know, we're really small this year. Um, you know, Sam is really um, our biggest kid. She's probably maybe 5'10", 5'11", tops. Uh, and then we're, you know, we're all around 5'7", 5'8". Um, you know, we'll have a, uh, Emily Clothier will probably be our, our starting point guard this year. We're going to bring some young kids off the bench. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a growth period for us. And we're going to take our lumps, I think, a little bit. Um, but the one thing that I'll say about this team is that they are awesome in the gym. Um, their effort and the togetherness, the tightness and the chemistry, the chemistry, it's, it seems, you know, it feels like the chemistry has been there you know, for, for, for years, um, the way they encourage each other and they push each other in practice, you know, and I, and I have captains that are vocal and, you know, they don't have a problem getting on girls and, and motivating kids to, to, to push themselves. You know, I, I was saying that to the girls the other day, I'm like, 
it just doesn't even feel real right now. It's just a different environment. And, you know, last year, I honestly, I would find myself looking at the clock and I'd be like, wow, we still got, you know, 45 minutes left. And, you know, this, this, this run right now, I look at the clock, I'm like, oh my God, I got 10 minutes left. Where did it go? You know, it, it's a, it, it's such a pleasure to coach this year's group. They are, they are really, really uh, a fun group to be around. You know, they get the fact that this could all be taken away. They're very mature, um, very smart. You know, we got a smart group this year. I mean, you know, I'm going to be able to run any play that I, you know, I could draw up any play in a timeout and I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're going to be able to run it to perfection, even if we've never, ever practiced it. Like that's how this team is this year. I mean, we got girls that are willing to, to speak up and, you know, really lead by example. Um, you know, our, our schedule is going to be tough. We got some tough games and we, you know, we always play tough games. Um, so if this was a 26 game season, I'd say, yeah, it's going to be rough in the beginning, but by playoff time, we're going to be really ready. Um, a 15-game season, I'm going to say the same thing. It might be tough in the beginning, but by the end, we're, we're really going to be something different. So uh, as a coach with this group, I'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of progress we can make. You know, we'll, we'll return a lot next year. We got four freshmen that are up on the JV and will probably sit varsity for us and I honestly can see at least two of those girls getting some varsity time this year. Um, but we've got a nice core of freshmen, you know, in, in two years, they're really going to be good. Um, you know, I think that'll be the group that that's going to put us back on, on the map, so to speak, where we can go out and play the Viennese and the, the Red Bank Catholics. You know, I, I think they're going to be that good. Um, you know, and then you never know who else is coming in, but I'm real Real happy this year, Mike, to be honest with you, man. I, I just, I love this, this group. I love these kids that they, they've been so much fun, um, you know, and, that, and that's really the big thing with this whole pandemic is, you know, I, I don't want to see this year to your end. I don't even care about wins and losses, just the, the fun that you have in the gym, the teaching that I'm getting the chance to do. And, and, you know, you blow the whistle, everybody's eyes are on me, you know, and it's just the ultimate sign of respect when you can make eye contact with it, with a, you know, you get that eye contact from kids. It means a lot, you know, um, you know, I, I'm excited. I can't wait for Tuesday to come. I mean, I want to get going. Well, who are you playing on Tuesday? We played Pensalkin. Okay. So, Have you played Pensalkin in the past or? They're, well, they're in our conference. So we play them, we play them twice a year. Um, you know, we, we've been pretty successful against them. Knock on, knock on wood. But uh, and th this year, you know, every game's going to be a mystery. I mean, it, it's going to be really hard to prepare. You know, I'm going to you, you got to rely on other coaches to get your film in, in some cases. And, you know, the day you're playing three days a week, pretty much. So it's really hard to go out and scout a game when you're playing and you get one practice to prepare if you're lucky. So, I mean, you know, this week we get two practices and three games. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the good thing now is a lot of these schools have gone to a YouTube channel with live streaming games, so you might not have to rely on other coaches getting you film. You could just go right onto somebody's YouTube channel and watch yeah. the game, so which is a little bit easier, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like, it's funny you say that because, you know, last night I watched um, Sterling Gloucester Catholic scrimmage, and we play both of them. Um, you know, Gloucester Catholic we play this week, so, you know, that was nice to, to, to get a look at some teams, but, um, 
you know, it's tough when, you know, learn, you, you, you definitely get more out of watching it live than you do out of the film, but you know what, it, it's, it's, it's that kind of year, you know, that we'll, we'll find out, you know, how well we can prepare and, you know, we're just going to go out and we're going to play. We're going to play as hard as we can. And, um, you know, I, I have a good feeling we'll, we'll win more than we'll lose this year for sure. Um, as I expect every year with, with, you know, my program. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to coaching those kids. I mean, they're just, it's just awesome. That's fantastic. So what's, if you were to think about a couple of things that are the key to the success of your team this year, like what are your, what does your team have to do on the court in order to succeed every game or even have a chance to be in every game? So what do you, what do you think? Um, we're we're going to have to defend really well. You know, we're, we're I, I don't see us scoring in the sixties or seventies this year uh, too many times, you know, we're, we're going to have to play in the forties and fifties um, and keep teams there to, you know, to be successful. I mean, my, my goal as a coach is always to try and keep teams under 40. You know, if we can give up less than 10 points a quarter, we're, we're going to, we're going to win more than we're going to lose. Um, you know, the, uh, I'll steal a Hallahan saying, you know, first to 50 always wins. And it's, it's, it's funny. That stat is almost like, it's almost like 95% accurate. I, I can't, in my career, I can only remember maybe two games where I got the 50 first and lost. Um, so, you know what, that, that's, that's our goal. First, you know, be the first of 50 and keep them under 40. So uh, I think we're going to be a real good defensive team. I think our offense will struggle early until we figure out, you know, how each other is going to play together and, you know, Honestly, we just, you know, the reps aren't there yet. You know, we haven't, there's only so much you could do in a practice because, you know, we're already three weeks behind basically. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're teaching every day. It's, it's putting in something new and, you know, we're, we're going to keep it simple on the offensive end. We're going to, we're going to be, you know, we're going to run fewer sets, but we're going to be good at those sets until, you know, we're ready to, uh, to move on. But, you know, the one thing about defense is, you know, you, you can control that, you know, how hard you play defense, how well you communicate. Those, those are things that we can control. You know, we don't have much size, but we're going to be able to trap this year. And, you know, we're going to make teams play fast and, you know, hopefully we can, uh, we could take advantage of that. Yeah, that's great. So we're getting ready to wrap things up. So I talked about this yesterday with uh, coach Handy from Winslow. Um, you know, one of the things I want to see, that's the reason why I'm doing the podcast. Is I want to see girls basketball, you know, grow, meaning the coverage, um, you know, the exposure, uh, even just the fans, um, the sport itself. What can we do as parents, as coaches, as players? What can we do to, you know, grow, you know, basketball, South Jersey girls basketball, the name, the exposure? What do you think we can do? Uh, I mean, I think what you're doing first off is, is fantastic. And I'm really appreciative that you even included me in it. Um, you know, what Mike Callahan is doing with the, with the tournament, um, you know, the newspaper coverage, it, it, it's taken a hit in the last, you know, five, 10, you know, five, eight years, it's really taken a hit. I mean, I, I can remember my younger years, you know, I, I lived for that varsity section in the courier post. I mean, that was, you know, when Celeste Whitaker was running that show, it was, it was, it was awesome. You know, I mean, you know, I know Tom Rimback's coming back into the scene for girls basketball. 
he's one of the best in the business in, in the South Jersey area. Uh, I, I mean, today, listen, we, we live in a world of social media. I mean, you know, people's entire lives now are spent in front of this computer. I mean, you know, even in the, the from the classroom to the, to the workplace, you know, the, the social media has got to be the way we promote. Um, you know, I, I know the shore gets a lot of, a lot of press from certain people on Twitter and, um, you know, you do a great job highlighting kids. I just think that, you know, we, all, all of us as coaches, we got to highlight our programs as much as we can. And, you know, you know to, to me, I'm more about the program than the individual kid. You know, of course you want to highlight your, your stars and, you know, you know, you want to get them that recognition, but, you know, when, when you look at the great teams, you, you hear the name of the team. You don't always think about the players. It's like, you know, St. John Vianney, Red Bank Catholic, you know, Manasquan. There's so many individuals on those teams, but you just hear the name of the program and it's known. You know, people know exactly who they are. We, we got to do a better job of, of just highlighting our programs. And, and you know, South Jersey, it, it, it's a – I, I guess it's a secret, you know, I mean, we got some great, great programs over the years. I mean, you know, the, the Cherokees, the RVs, you know, the, the um, you know, Paul six, I mean, we got, you know, Canon Catholic, you know, legendary programs that have been around, um, you know, Wildwood Catholic. We got a lot of, a lot of good teams in, in, in our area that it just, you know, have been dominant Bishop Eustace. I mean, I can go on and on about the, you know, the, the great teams that we've had, um, I just, you know, the newspapers, it's a dying, dying thing, unfortunately. Um, we just got to keep promoting. We got to find people, you know, more people like you and, 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 you know, the Mike Hallahan's of the world. And, um, you know, we just got to keep, keep, keep pushing it because the girls game doesn't get the same respect. Um, certainly that the guys do. And, um, I mean, the game's gotten better, you know, from when I first started to where it is now, I mean, it's ridiculous the amount of talent um, that's out there. You know, in the beginning of my career, if you saw one or two kids coming out of South Jersey getting a D1 scholarship, that was a lot. Now it's like, who isn't getting a D1? You know, it's, it's just grown that much. So I would say just continue with the social media. I mean, that's what the kids do. That's what most adults are on now. Um, so that that's, you know, that's, uh, I use the Twitter feed to, to, highlight my team and you know that's how we're gonna do it yeah that's fantastic you know it's just all about you know taking it into your own hands and and uh making things happen instead of waiting like you said you know back in the day you, the kids were waiting for the articles to come out like oh man we had this great game you know hopefully i'm in the paper and now it's you know everything's digital anyway even if you're reading yeah. the newspaper it's a digital it's you know you're going to the you know new jersey.com website or or Burlington County Times, or, or Curry Post, you're going to their website and you're, you're not actually holding the paper anymore. Uh, there's, yeah. there's very few um, small papers that are around. And then, like you said, the budgets just aren't there. Right. So I think, you know, the biggest thing is for everybody in the community to work together. Um, and other things- Yeah, too, and I, like, I, go ahead, go I ahead. think, you know, New, NewJersey.com has been doing a much better job of, of giving South Jersey area teams, you know, some, some press. I think that that's, they, they've stepped their game up and, and, you know, given us a little bit more, um, you know, airtime, so to speak, but um, you know, you're, you're exactly right. It's, it's these little, you know, these little papers don't exist really anymore. So. 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to get there. I mean, my, my hope is that, you know, if they can get more more of the club or high schools and kids, like, working together, I think that's the difference between South Jersey and, you know, North Jersey. You know, North Jersey, the towns are so close together and they're so compact and there's a lot of people in that, in that area. Where here, I mean, you know, in, once you get past RV, if you're going to Pemberton area, I mean, you're all farmlands. I mean, even down south. We're so spread out from each other, you know, we're only tied into our own little community instead of being tied into, you know, the surrounding towns or even the county. So hopefully in the future, maybe they can get, you know, more people just even just training together, going to a park and say, hey, we have a bunch of kids that are going to, you know, I don't know, Laurel Acres and Mount Laurel. We're going to have some pickup game. Just go over there and play and get some kids together, have some fun. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing, you know? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, look, even my district, you know, I, I have several towns that feed my district. It, it's it's so hard to stay on top of every single town saying, you know, okay, what's going on in the world of Lumberton? What's in Haynesport this year? What do I got coming out of Mount Holly? Like, you know, it, it's impossible once the season starts to get out and see those kids. And, you know, I try and do something in the gym every year with them. You know, I've done free clinics for them in the years past. And now I'm sitting there going like, man, I gotta, I gotta keep building this program up. And it's, it's really hard to, to get, you know, uh, to, to get them together. I mean, fortunately, you know, I've had some guys that have come through the program that, that are, you know, been good trainers. You know, I mean, you know, I had, you know, Gary Linton for a while worked with a lot of our girls. He's a great trainer, you know, um, you know, I have a couple of other people that have worked with RV girls, um, you know, Jay Johnson, uh, Courtney Lee. I have, I've had a lot of guys that have helped me over the years to get girls that are coming to RV ready. And, um, you know, we just need more of that, you know, got to get get out in the playgrounds more. You're right. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, once everything turns around and, you know, everything gets back to you know normal where we have normal seasons and you can play and not worry about getting sick and, and things like that, I think it's going to happen. I mean, I think right now people are so, you know, sick of being in their homes and they're tired of not being able to do what they love or what they enjoy. So I think that once it does happen, they'll have a better appreciation of things. And I think that it's going to change a lot. I mean, the one thing I get worried about is, is the development of players, especially with like the middle school kids. You know, those yeah. are the prime ages, like fourth, fifth, sixth. Those are when those kids are starting to get into a higher level basketball, you know, and they're learning the fundamentals of the game. Well, this year you didn't have a season. Last year was kind of so-so. What if you have another season like that? Now you have a kid that's, you know, progressed through two grades of school and they haven't really worked on their fundamentals of the game. And now you're a little, they're a little bit behind in skills. So I think they got to have something where they can get these kids practicing, playing, even just skill development, just focus on the skills. I mean, the games will come. And I think that, you know, that talent will be able to, you know, pick up the slack uh, for the, you know, from the lack of time. Cause I know that our travel season for my daughters in seventh grade, you know, was canceled. So they don't have any basketball this year. So that's right. going to hurt some kids. Now, if you play all year round, it's not going to hurt you, but for your kid that plays the three sports, it's a phenomenal athlete. You know, now they're not playing basketball for two years. So what do you do? You know, how do they get better? You know? Yeah. And, and you know, because the game has gotten so much better, you almost it almost becomes that the to the point where you have to train you know year round the, the, i mean the three sport athlete is, is very very you know far and few between now um you know you're getting girls like like you know like your daughter who's playing aau and um you know the, the skill sets that they're coming into are, are so much stronger you, you you're almost you're almost dead in the water if you don't have it by the time you get to high school so 
you know, it is concerning this year that we're missing out. Um, you know, and these kids are missing out. And I, I can't even have them in my gym. I'd love to, you know, I would love to host a Sunday workout every single every weekend for them for nothing, you know, but we're, we're just not allowed to do it. And, you know, it's too cold to be out on the, on the, you know, the blacktop. So, you know, you, you got to work on your own. You got to hope that they, you know, the good thing is like, I mean, plates things like YouTube and, you know, there's a lot of trainers that are doing these virtual workouts, at least for ball handling, you know, um, you know, we just got, you just got to get, you got to get creative in, in this kind of condition. I just wanted to end because I feel like it's becoming, I don't want this to become the normal, you know, and kids are starting to, to act like this is the normal, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm just waiting for it to, to, to stop and go back to what it was, but, um, you know, we, we got to adjust. Yeah, sounds good. So when we get ready to wrap things up, you know, I just want to say, uh, you know, thanks for joining me. I really enjoyed, you know, talking to you. I mean, I've talked to you in the past. Um, and I just can't wait to uh, get that tournament going again against the shore, you know, and get back to the full gyms and eat. Actually, your snack stand, <laughs> the food with your snack stand was like the best. I, I was eating there all day long, chatting with people. It was fun, man. It was a great time. Oh yeah. Well, Hey, look, you know, you just look at me, you know, I like to eat, you know, I like food. I like to eat. So, you know, we got to take care of people, but I mean, you know, my, look, you know, our boys coach runs the Cooney classic, which, you know, we played Cherokee in last year. I mean, that, that, that's the model that I, I tried to do. I mean, you know, it wasn't anything special. I, I just did what Jay does and, you know, uh, followed his lead. My goal is to, to be able to get it so that we're playing in both gyms, you know, and, and even if we, you know, start, you know, even if it's every year, every other year, we bring a different county in or a different section, you know, it doesn't always have to be to sure, but if you want something to be respected, you got to start at the top. Um, so, you know, thankfully I've made some nice connections with those coaches and, you know, I know I could pick up the phone and call uh, Joe Montana over at RBC and, and say, Hey Joe, you know, let's get something going. And, and he's ready, you know, I mean, we were going to, we were supposed to play at his place for Christmas this year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my, my intention fully is to, to be able to bring it back. I just got to, I just got to be allowed to. Um, and, you know, and certainly Cherokee and, you know, Cherokee will certainly have a spot in that showcase. Uh, you know, so we get to see Gabby play and, you know, we play you guys this year. So that should be, you know, I'm looking forward to that game. Um, we actually, I thought played you pretty tough last year. So I'm hoping, we could repeat that. Yeah, I, I, we talked about this before we got in the interview. I mean, that was the game. I, I think Cherokee didn't win the game until the last 30 seconds. I mean, you had you had them on the ropes, and it was just one of those things where like, 30 seconds and weren't able to close it out. But, I mean, I thought you did a masterful job coaching. Um, the game was the game was competitive the whole time. It was really fun to watch. I mean, to me, I mean, I, we, you know, we, we love winning. Obviously, it makes you feel good, but – I just want to see my my own daughter in these tough games because I think it prepares them for for later. You know, whether they win, lose, or whatever, it's that competition, like you said, you know, that's the only way they're getting better. If they're not playing good teams, they're not playing competitive teams, then I think they're not as sharp and I think they don't get that edge. And I think you need that edge by the time you, you get to the playoffs in order to really, you know, to to go far. And yeah. uh, you know, the teams that we played last year for Cherokee, I mean, they really gave them a run for their money. And I think they they really kind of helped them. Um, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, it just happens, but, you know, you get that streak going and you get that momentum going and it's easy to keep going once you have the momentum. So, you know, what you're doing at your program, you know, just working on fundamentals, uh, working on team chemistry, you know, focusing on their work ethic. 
I mean, that that momentum's going to, you know, catch fire and pretty soon the success is going to come with it because they got the hard work going. So, you know, you're going to have a really good season as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? In all honesty, this year especially, it's to me it's more about the experience than it even is, you know, wins and losses, they take care of themselves once the ball's tossed in the air. You know, it's it, it's the, the camaraderie and, and the, the, the unity that you're trying to build, you know, you my, I mean, I, I, you know, my goal is to make an impact on a kid. You know, I, I don't want, I'm hoping that, you know, girls that play for me when they leave, you know, four years later, they're going, man, I had a great time. You know, I really enjoyed my high school experience. And then, you know, look, that doesn't happen for every kid, you know, um, you know, and I, and I see that just with my own kids and their, their, you know, um, the way sports has impacted them, you know, in, in the positive and the negative. So, you know, as a coach, it, it's not just X's and O's, you know, I, I, you know, I want these kids to look at me as a role model, as a leader, as, as somebody that, you know, had some kind of impact on their life. And you know, I've had some really, really good pl- players who went on to, to, you know, much bigger things than RV basketball. And I still keep in touch with them. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's really what you, you do this for. I mean, it's certainly not the money, um, you know, although that's nice to get paid, but, you know, you, you do it for the, for that, for that competition, you know, just getting out there and, and trying to get a team to play together the right way and, and, you know, see the positive results and, and hopefully from that kids understand that, you know what, if I work hard and, you know, I, I follow rules and if I'm, if, if I allow myself to, to, to be criticized and coached and that I, in the long run, you're going to end up in the right spot. You know, and, and that's that's really what sports is about. It's it's creating the kind of person that you're going to be as an adult. You know, we're we're trying to, at least at RV, we you know, I, I want my kids to walk out of the program, you know, confident and and you know, with a work ethic that's going to be second to none. And you know what, if they do that, they're going to have, you know, they're going to have a successful life. So that, that that's the most important thing, honestly. Yeah, that's that's a great way to finish. You know just helping them prepare for life. And I mean, if this isn't, you know, a lesson in itself with this COVID, I don't know what is, you know, just getting through this and surviving, you know, these kids should be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at, you know, they're, they're getting hit with adversity at a young age. And um, at least my girls right now, I, I could tell you that they're, they're knocking it out of the park. I mean, they're, they're really doing a great job and, you know, I'm confident I'll go in the battle with this group any, any day, you know, win, lose or draw. They're, they're, they're just, good kids, but that starts at home too. You know, I mean, they got good parents. You can tell that they've been raised the right way. And, you know, when you get that in a gym and you get all of them on that page, magical things can happen. So, I mean, you know, why not us? Why not this year? I, I'm expecting to be successful. So, you know, I, I got confidence in my girls this year. They, they, they mean a lot. Well, coach, wish you success. You open up at Penn Saucon. I'll be following along. Uh, we play you guys, uh, you know, Cherokee versus RV. Obviously, you know, I'll be cheering for Cherokee, but uh, with all due respect, I do uh, wish you the good, the, the best of uh, luck and a good season. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, obviously I'll be following Cherokee as well and, you know, wish wish her the best, your daughter the best and, and all the girls uh, throughout South Jersey. But thanks again. I really appreciate you having me. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. All right.